welcome to episode 99, yes, 99, of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland, and we're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us on our website, tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter and Instagram at tdrexplorer, and also on Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. And we're also on Pinterest if you're on there. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer, and I am the one eating all the seasonal food, and I am eagerly waiting all the Halloween stuff that is coming out very soon here in Tokyo. Uh, if you want to follow my personal Twitter, you can, and also Instagram. It is at Explorer Nelge. Again, that is at Explorer, N-I-L-G-H-E. And joining me is the lovely Patricia. Patricia, how are you? I'm doing uh, so-so. I have a little cold. But <laughs> <laughs> like, like for the past few episodes, like both of us have had weird voices because we've both been like sick on and off. <laughs> I know, we seem to be, like, <laughs> trading places here or something. I don't What's know. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Trish. I take photos. Um, and you can find me on Dream Sweets Love on both Twitter and on Instagram. And we just came back from Shanghai. <gasps> and we're going to talk all about that. We are. Before we get to that, I'm going to remind everybody about our Patreon if you'd like to contribute to our Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash tdrnow and also have a link in the show notes. And what this does is this helps us keep the show running. So thank you so much to everyone who's already contributing to our Patreon. And of course, if you pledge, you also get some perks. One of our most popular ones actually is our $15 a month pledge. And what does that get you? That gets you access to our bonus episodes. So once a month, we release a Patreon-only bonus episode where you get to hear both Trish and I talk about whatever, and it's uncensored. And yeah, um, it is a little different than our normal show because... We drink. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, We drink we and do. it's uncensored. <laughs> and our next episode, or our next bonus episode, we're recording it right after this one, and we're going to be talking about Um, the things we love and hate about Shanghai Disneyland. So for those of you that are pledging, you're in for a treat. And if you're not pledging, you should probably go do that right now. Like pause the episode, go pledge. And when the episode comes out, you'll get access to it. And you also get access to all our previous bonus episodes as well. We have seven already. So this one for Shanghai is going to be eight. And also, if you don't want to pledge that much, that's totally cool. Uh, We have a $5 pledge, which gets you access to our episodes, our newest episodes, 24 hours before everybody else. And we are working towards our $500 a month goal, and we're just over halfway there. And what happens once we reach this $500 a month goal? We're going to do an extra 30-minute Q&A episode once a month, and this is going to go to everybody. So if you want to make that happen, make sure you go and pledge to us on Patreon. All right. So what are we talking about? Well, we have our crowd forecast um, and we have our news and we have our in the parks, which is a little thin this week. Well, well, at least for me. And then Patricia is going to tell me all about or tell you guys, I should say, all about Shanghai Disneyland 
in the summer. She's going to give her a full trip report, and it's going to be a doozy. And then we have a copious amount of park tips for Shanghai Disneyland. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I feel like we're going to be here for a while. All right, so uh, let's get into the news first. We got some good news about uh, Tokyo Disney Resort and specifically OLC, the company that owns and or owns and operates Tokyo Disney Resort. Uh, they just reported that they had an increase in profits, profits, profits. Yes, uh, this spring due the due to the increase of visitors during Easter and Tanabata days, and their sales have also gone up with all the merchandise. And they also said they're um, they're pretty sure they're going to have. A increase as well because of the summer event. The Pirates Summer, Disney Pirates Summer, has proved to be very popular. Yeah. And, and they had a lot of like merch events in the summer too, like that t shirt um, oh, deal yeah. that they had going on for sure that should push it up. So I think, yeah. Yeah. Well, and like we were like, we've talked about on the podcast before where we said like they've really stepped up their game with merchandise. Well, they kind like of have to, yeah. Well, their merch yeah. has been fantastic lately. I mean, it's always oh, yeah. good, but, like, they've really been killing it. Oh, yeah. Like, they're releasing more limited stuff, and they're releasing, like, attraction-specific merchandise. Yeah. And they're also doing uh, more stuff that says, like, Tokyo Disney Resort, Disneyland, Disney Sea on it. So that also helps with um, foreign visitors, because a lot of foreign visitors want to have something that says Tokyo Disneyland on it. Oh, for sure. So... That definitely helps. So they're they're doing a really good job with the merchandise, and well, it's paying off. So let's hope they keep they keep doing that. So we have the well, summer just ended, and now we're gonna have um, Halloween, and the Halloween merchandise looks fantastic. It's the best holiday of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, you're super excited for that. Oh my goodness. Um, so yeah, that's really good for Tokyo Disney Resort. Um, Moving over to Shanghai, uh, they just announced their fall and winter seasonal pass. So for the past, I think they just started this year, early this year. Yeah, so, so, I was listening like to this guy on this podcast, and I think yeah, it was like, it was like during what is it like the, some kind of couples holiday? Maybe yeah, maybe around this time of year was it when they started? Yeah, like they started the the seasonal pass, so it's not a full year pass, and it's for and they just couples. Oh, I don't know. Uh, but this one, uh, this is the fall and winter one. So it's for, you know, anyone really. Uh-huh. Um, so I guess it's like, it's, well, it's a season pass, right? It's not a full year pass mm-hmm. like the other other parks. Um, and what this gets you um, is you can go to the park as much as you want, depending on which one you get, uh, between September 3rd and January 25th, 2018. And there's all there, there's a couple blackout dates because there's some um, national holidays in there. Um, and we uh, we have all the uh, information like with all those dates on the website if you want to go check that out. I'm not going to read all of them. Um, but if you want a season pass for all days, um, it's going to cost you about 234 US dollars for an adult which is about 1,545 um, won. Um, and then they also have a weekday or Sunday-only pass. Oh. So if, if you just want to visit Monday through Friday, or if you just want to go on Sunday, mm-hmm. um, you can choose one or the other. And they're both the same price. They're $187 US, which is about 1,235 Chinese won. 
And to kind of give you guys this, uh, to kind of give you this um, perspective, a two-day adult ticket is about 119 U.S. dollars, and then a one-day um, adult ticket is 75 U.S. dollars. So it's not really worth it unless you're going for four days or more to make the all days pass worth it. So yeah, if you're if you're going for four four or more days, then sure, you know maybe you should opt for the pass. But if you're not, if you're going for one or two days, then it's not worth getting this pass. Does the um, pass um, like so like the Hong Kong Disneyland like um like that? I know it's not an annual pass, but the annual pass you get like um shopping discounts or dining discounts. Does it, do you know this has anything for like people that buy the seasonal pass? Do you get like a because like I, the U like the U S like Walt Disney corporation usually does those kind of things do they do this with this one as well yeah uh there's some uh discounts with the pass um just lost my notes here um so if you have the all so the, the this is for all the passes so it doesn't matter which one you buy um so they they offer access to exclusive events we don't know what those are yet that's cool um 10% discount at the resort hotels, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, 20% off merchandise. And also 20% off quick service restaurants and table service restaurants, such as the Royal Banquet Hall and Lumiere's Kitchen. That's actually not bad. Yeah, that's pretty good, I would say. Yeah, like you, like it's discounts across the board. It's quite nice. Hmm. So, yeah, if you visit Shanghai quite often or you live in shanghai then yeah definitely getting the pass is probably worth it like 234 dollars us that's not that's pretty good especially if you're going to be going a lot between september and january mm-hmm. why not mm-hmm. <laughs> um oh uh, going back to tokyo disney resort uh, we have the 25th anniversary goods uh came out for the disney store in japan because it's the 25th anniversary of the Disney store in Japan. <laughs> uh, how many times did I say it? Like three times? Something like that. But yeah, um, 25th anniversary goods. They also did like a special like event or like a special presentation or whatever. Um, where like Mickey and Minnie came out and they did a little thing or whatever. It was like a little promotional event. Oh, um, cute. And like Mickey and Minnie were dressed in like really like glittery outfits. Like they they're wearing their like normal like you know Mickey has his black jacket, and Minnie has her polka dotted dress. They they had that, but it was all like glittery. It was really nice. And then um like Donald was there and stuff as well in Chippendale, so pretty cool. Oh, and um another thing I forgot to add this to our notes here. Um, this just came out I think today. There is a special um, annual pass holders event for Hong Kong Disneyland for Halloween. Ooh. And it's for select nights in September. So if you're annual or sorry, it's called the Magic Access. That's what they call their annual pass in Hong Kong. So if you're a Magic Access member, uh, you can log into the website and you can register for the event because you have to. And that also means on those select dates, uh, the park will close early um, for the event. So um, if you're visiting in September, just make sure you check the park hours just so you're not caught off guard if the park is closing early. All right. So that's that's it for news. And we covered all three Asia Disney resorts. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. That's a lot of that's a lot of news. A lot of news is starting to come out for all these parks. It's hard because now there's like because there's so many parks here now. There's like every day there's going to be more. 
and more yeah. more and more stuff like yeah we're 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 gonna have to like hire more people <laughs> we're gonna have to hire like a secretary and you know press release person and all these things. we need like different different people from like the different areas like we need like um like a shanghai correspondent and a hong kong correspondent <laughs> <laughs> um crowd forecast crowd forecast um so I'm sure if, uh, if you've listened to our last few podcasts, you know that TDR Navi, um, that calendar, um, it actually still exists. I went and checked, um, but like I, I did some more digging, but it's behind a login now. Why? Which is, I don't know. It's really strange. So yeah, um, if you want to figure it out, because um, all I could see was it was in Japanese. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cumbersome to like, if like if you can't read Japanese, it's kind of cumbersome to like make an account login whatever but um we have another one and i have a link on the website and it's also on um on the front page of the website or if you just google tokyo disneyland crowd calendar will probably come up at the top um so we have a link to uh this other crowd calendar and it's only in japanese but um we have translations on the website and kind of explain how to use it um it's a little intimidating at first and the ui is not exactly the greatest but once you read our article, it's super easy to read and it's very, very useful. So this is for the week of September 4th at Tokyo Disney Resort. And kids are back in school. It is super quiet for the first week. Yay. Back to school. The summer event is over. So there's no event happening until the Friday. Um, Halloween starts on September Friday, September 8th. So in between there, there's there's no event going on. So a lot of people don't really go because uh, people like to go during the events. So it's, it's going to be very quiet. Um, and they're saying it's going to be like light blue and green crowds, which means it's very, like, very low. It's super so it's, empty. It's going to be super quiet. And the weather's really nice right now. Like, it just, it, it cooled off. Like, within the last three days, it cooled off really, really a lot. <laughs> my... <laughs> we're having problems speaking today like you we and me are. were like yeah more and more and more news and you're like yeah a lot a lot what's what's going on today <laughs> no oh my goodness but yeah um if you're visiting the first week of september you're in for a treat it's going to be super quiet but also um as we mentioned i, th- I think i mentioned this um september 1st is when the halloween merchandise at tokyo disney resort goes on sale so let's go yeah you have this extra like seven days to buy merchandise before the Halloween event. So that's cool. So if you're there before Halloween starts, well, you can still buy the merchandise. So there you go. And Pretty cool. Previews. Oh, yes. They'll probably start doing them. What day do you probably, think? Uh, well, cause the event starts on a Friday. Wouldn't it be amazing well, if they do it tomorrow? That'd it's be really early. early. It's too early. I know. Super I know it's too early, early, but <laughs> You never know. Who knows? I'm thinking, well, like, they always do it on Thursday, like, mm-hmm. the the uh, day before. It always happens. Right. They may do it earlier in the week, like, maybe Tuesday or Wednesday. Could be. Monday, I don't know. That might be too early. Yeah. And they don't usually do them on the weekends, do they? No, 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 no. Usually no. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, also, too, if you're there during the week, you might get lucky and you might see a preview. You never know. But um, those are the things that they never really announce. They just kind of do it. Um, but yeah. 
All right, so let's get into the well, the in the parks. Um, I haven't been to the parks for probably about two weeks. I'll admit, um, it's been too hot, and I've been very busy locking myself away in an air conditioned IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> I found out. I, so this is weird. I found out I work really well in IKEA because it's you know big cafeteria, big open cafeteria, and their drink bar, it's only 120 yen, which is super cheap, and you get a hot and cold cup, so I can have like a latte, then I can have a coke, then I can have another latte, and then I can have tea like cold tea, then I can have another latte, and then I can have, like, <laughs> melon soda, then I can have another latte, and then I'm going to be bouncing off the walls for four hours after that. Um, but anyway, I, I, I've been going to Ikea. Um, I have one that's about 45 minutes away from me in western Tokyo. Um, I've been working on the ebook, the ebook for Tokyo Disney Resort. I've been slaving away on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I did not realize how much work ebooks are. Oh my goodness. But um, yeah, I don't know when it's going to be out. I'm hoping by the end of the year I have it out because I want to try and get out before 2018. That's why I really haven't been at the parks much. Patricia, what about you? Uh, I renewed my annual pass. I wanted to go today because it was the last day of Pirates, but I've been so sick. I had to. I had to rest today, so I couldn't. I couldn't leave the house. That's a good idea. Take a rest. Yeah. Take a rest day. But we did that. We renewed the annual pass. Um, we went to a movie the other day at Xperi Cinema Xperi, and we just chilled out at the resort without going in the parks. And we went to Shanghai. <gasps> yes. <laughs> it, <laughs> so it took us twenty minutes to get here, but we got here eventually. <laughs> so yeah, somewhere in Shanghai, like. Tell us all about it. Um, it's, 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 you know, the thing is, like, it's really complicated. <laughs> it's complicated. It's, no, okay. it is. It's really complicated. It's not, like, it's not a really straightforward thing because, um, and we'll get, we'll get into it, like, in more detail, but, um, the park itself is incredible. Like, it's really, like, this is a modern Disney park, right? The, mm-hmm. the it's, and it's enormous on top of that, right? So you've got, like, they've had all this time to think about how is the best way to make a Disney park, like, for somebody that's touring the park, like, what is the right balance of attractions, what's the right balance of, like, greenery and space, and, um, like, attractions that you ride versus, like, less crowded things, like a drawing room, like, where you draw, like, the character pictures or, like, character greeting experiences. So they, they really have had a lot of time to think about that. And in that sense, it's 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 beautiful. It's it's like a really gorgeous park. It's really well balanced, um, which I don't think people talk about enough. Like it's it's just like the the beautiful little garden areas, you know, that are kind of like interspaced between between the different areas of the park. The soundtrack playing in the background is amazing. Um, I love the background music, especially like in Adventureland. Like every time we would go, it would it would be a great little you know pick me up. And um, the, 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 like, okay, so this is a weird thing. So um, <laughs> my dad is an architect and my, my stepdad is, um, a, is an engineer. So like one of the things that I notice when I go places is like building materials, which is kind of weird. And um, the building materials are, are just really, really nice. <laughs> really? Is that strange? Huh. Is that a strange thing to notice? 
Like, well, <laughs> I, I guess not, but that's not something I would look at first. But I guess, you know, with your you know, background with your family. I guess it, it, it makes sense. So, like, when I go, like, so, for example, like, the difference between Miracosta and Disneyland Hotel, right? Like, Miracosta, you can tell the building materials are, like, really expensive and nice and, like, really, like, oh, like good. And then the Disneyland Hotel is a bigger hotel, so they kind of, like, went a little cheaper with the building materials, even though it looks beautiful. But, like, here, you can kind of tell that they went all out and, like, the little detailing in the buildings and in the light fixtures and everything is just phenomenal. You know, it's, it's, it's great. And, and that's like another, like a weird thing that I, I noticed. Um, so we left our bags at where we were staying and we got to the park, I would say a little bit before um, 6.30. We probably got there about 6.20, but the, by the time we walked to the queue, um, we got in the queue at about 6.30 um, from the taxi stand. And um, we, um, so that was our first uh, <laughs> uh, queuing experience. And... Um, of course, it, it was hot. Thankfully, we brought a lot of bottled water, so we were already kind of prepared for that. If we hadn't brought bottled water to the queue area, it actually would have been a little bit um, dangerous uh, because the temperatures were very high. Uh, most of the areas in the queue actually have fans running, but uh, it just so happens that our area of the queue right before going in, our fans were down. <laughs> so, <laughs> Of course, right? Of course, right? Murphy's Law. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> Uh, but it was very intense, so it was our first uh, complete body-to-body contact. Uh, both, uh, we were, you know, like little people sandwiches. Uh, I don't know what body fluids, what sweat was mine, what sweat was the person in front of me. Um, we also had our first experience with kind of like keeping uh, the space uh, in front of us uh, to like a minimum so that nobody can slide in in front of you but it's a hard balance <laughs> yeah. because if you see a little kid of course like I, 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 I'm not gonna like block out a little kid so I'm like you can go with your mommy it's okay <laughs> you know so like yeah, it's kind that's of that's the thing like, you know like with the little kids I ease up I'm like you can go a little kid it's okay you know <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna battle you <laughs> so it sounds like because I, I, I haven't been to the park since March so it sounds like the like getting into the park is still the same because I had the pretty much the same experience yeah the where it's yeah it's pretty much like everyone like every man for themselves. oh yeah in that sense and, to get in and i think that that could really be alleviated if they would just move it first in some parts if they would just move the security checkpoint a little further out because i feel like mm. it's way too close to the ticket gates yeah that's true because yeah like you go through the security and then the gates are right there so there's not a lot of space no yeah um so that's kind of that's kind of hard um and i I don't think people talk about how much the parks take out of you like it's not just physically it's mentally like it takes a lot out of you mentally because like you're in constant battle mode if you know like i I don't know if that makes any sense you know you're constantly like defending your territory and fighting to move up or stay in your you know like so it's really it's really tough um it's almost like um i would say like culture shock in a way like it just like it just breaks you down eventually because if you've never been to like mainland china before it's definitely a shock i mean i don't know about like other places i haven't been to other places in mainland china but shanghai the mm. city was not like shanghai disneyland shanghai the city was yeah. like un- like just fine you know a normal city it was a normal city yeah and it was it was clean and it was like modern and it was beautiful um 
it was like like socially a totally different experience. So Shanghai Disneyland, it's it's a it's a battle, and <laughs> and people would like occasionally lose it at each other. Okay, but we'll talk about that later. So let's get into the park. Um, we got into the park a little bit before the official opening time, so they were um, letting people in earlier. Of course, because just the crowds were a lot, and it's not like crazy crowds, but since you're all pushed together into like this big mass of people it feels like more than it is you know what i mean and once you get mm-hmm. into the park everybody spreads out and that's one of the great things about the park is that that space you know so it feels like like oh like this big sigh of release relief once you're inside right um so we got into the park just before 8 a.m um and uh, my, my notes whose body fluids are these doesn't matter let's go and uh, <laughs> i knew where to go um because I've been watching the time, the times on the wait, the time wait app, and I've been like looking at the different trip reports, and I'm like, okay, we have to go to Soaring first because this is our one chance to get that fast pass, right? Because mm-hmm. that one, the wait time does not go down. So I'm like, let's do that. And the line was endless. Think of like the Toy Story Mania line at Disney Sea, but like double or triple, something like that. So um, yeah. Um, it, we probably would have headed in the other way instead of going straight for Adventureland, like kind of like gone around. We probably would have got into the queue faster. Um, but yeah, that was a very long queue, and it was our first time kind of like uh, with the line jumping situation. So we weren't sure what to do yet. We figured out later in the day that what you have to do is kind of like make a human barrier with your body, and then um, then you're good. Uh, but we hadn't figured that out yet. So we were kind of like, oh, my gosh, these people are like moved up. Should we move up, too? But then I don't want to, you know. So but we figured it out later. Um, so uh, we did that. We got our fast pass. We got a look at some different goods from the stores cause, while we were in line. And um, and then we um, we went for pirates. Because why not? Because um, my son, that's one of the things he really wanted to do. And the wait time was very short. So we went to pirates. We wrote it. It was awesome. What can I say? Like, if you've seen if you've seen videos of that ride online, or if you've heard people talk about it, it's like, and it wasn't just pirates. Like, every attraction there is super plussed out and amazing. And pirates is no exception. Pirates was fantastic. It's like it's it's really a very modern ride, and like, ah, oh, it's like a great like. So like people like maybe you see screens and you're like, ah, oh, there's screens. No, dude, it's a mix of like screens with animatronics and big sets and um i don't know i don't know what's i don't know what the track is like because it's so crazy mm-hmm. but i it's amazing it feels like you're in a big blockbuster film is what it feels like it really like it does just, yeah it feels like you're just thrown right in there yeah it's amazing the queue is really cool too and we kind of mm-hmm. zipped through it but the queue is really awesome it's such a, yeah it's such a well done ride yeah <laughs> So we did that. And then um, on Twitter, I had asked um, for advice before leaving. And someone's like, hey, you should buy the magical passport. And I'm like, what's that? And um, what they have is it's really cool. And it's a really great way to explore the park. They sell it's like a little passport book and they sell it in different languages. Um, We bought the English language version and they also have Mandarin. I'm not sure what the other languages is because we were just like, go, go, go. But um, you get like little stamps around the park and it'll talk about the different areas and the characters and stuff. So it's really cool because like it's a way of not just exploring the park, but educating the people that might not know like every Disney movie that's like in the park. So you can kind of learn about like Star Wars or 
about Mickey and Friends or the princesses or Alice in Wonderland. And, and it has like little things where kids can fill out information like what superhero would you be, um, which is really, really fun. And um, the, there's like little machines where you just pop it in and it prints it and then you take it and you go. And um, you have to really be on the lookout for them. It'll give you a general idea, but you have to find the machines. So um, I really, really recommend it. Uh, if you have kids or even if you're just a kid at heart, I mean, like if I went just as an adult, I think I would have had just as much fun also <laughs> filling it out. It's a good idea. Yeah, it really reminds me of um, when we were kids and they still do this um, at Epcot Center at Disney World. They have the Passport for World Showcase and you go and you can meet the people from the different countries and they'll tell you how to greet uh, people in their language and like you can ask them questions about their country and it's like a really fun thing like that so I love I love stuff like that and at the end of it you get um, this really cute little button badge with Mickey and Minnie and the Shanghai Disneyland castle in the background <laughs> um, but I don't know was that out when you were there Chris or not yet or I no it, it, it was out I just didn't do it it was one of those things I'd skipped but uh, next time I go I'm definitely gonna try it out Oh, for sure. And like, I think when you went, it was like the opening. So it was like a lot of stuff to do. Right. So. Oh, yeah. Like that. Yeah. It, it was there for the grand opening. And I saw it. I'm like, there's so much else, to, like so much other stuff to do. I'll worry about that later. For sure. And then when I when I went in March, I was with a bunch of friends and two of them have never been to Disney Park before. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> I know. Right. So. But that actually you know, would have been good like for that. them, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like um, like little things like that we just skipped. So mm-hmm. um, it was more about the attractions and the shows and stuff. Um, so <laughs> I'm looking at I'm looking at the next note you have here. Oh, you see it. So, do you? <laughs> I do. This, a spoon and aggression. And, OK, explain. Um, explain. I wrote best act of aggression of the day. So like like during the day, people would like kind of lose it occasionally like on each other or on the cast or the cast would lose it on a guest and sometimes people just like randomly lose it for like some sometimes seemingly out of nowhere and this is one of those times where it was seemingly out of nowhere so we're in the crystal shop la 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 and oh look at that that's a big fancy crystal castle it's super expensive and then out of nowhere like the girl like there's a girl with some friends and she kicks one of the displays and she throws a spoon on the floor and it oh was just goodness. so amazing. I'm like, what just what just happened? It was like the best adult temper tantrum I have seen in a long time. Like, and that spoon just made it. I'm like, oh, that spoon throw. That was perfect. Okay. If I ever have an adult temper tantrum, I want like a spoon in my pocket or like a spork or something. And I just want to like end it with a bam, just like throw it on the floor and walk off. <laughs> So where did she get the spoon from? I don't know. Okay, so there was random spoons appearing all day in the park. And I don't know where they were coming from. You know, um, on our last day, we're riding Pirates of the Caribbean. And um, at the end of the day, there's garbage all over the attractions. But, like, there was a spoon. And I'm like, why is there, like, okay, I understand, like, this garbage and that. But why the spoon? Where did the spoon come from? Why did you have a spoon on the ride? Did you just, like, leave it to be random? I don't know. So, yeah, spoons are just showing up out of nowhere all over the place. Right. So, okay. <laughs> Odd. So that was the best oh. act, of, act of aggression of the entire stay. Okay. Um, we were looking for the Crystal Grotto ride, the boat ride in the castle, and um, we accidentally stumbled into the, the 
Castle Walkthrough Attraction, um, which is Snow White themed and which is actually super nice. Oh. Did you do it when you went? Uh, you know what? I can't remember. I don't think so. Okay. Go next hmm. time. It's like this little, it's just a walkthrough attraction. So there'll be like 3D props. It'll be like different rooms and um, like these kind of like 3D screens. It's like not, it's like projected behind. So, so it's really interesting. And um, the, here's the weird thing with this attraction. So in the line, people were like super aggressive. And again, I don't think we had figured out the body blocking thing yet at this point. So people are like shoving and getting like moving ahead and whatever. And um, then when we get into the actual like attraction part where you're walking through the castle, nobody cared about the attraction. I'm like, why are you guys pushing each other if you weren't even going to look at anything? They, they People just zipped past everything i'm like why 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 did you even wait in line i don't know weird it was really weird and then my son had like a moment where he was like what what is mommy and i'm like what he's like the cast member is checking her line account and sending messages i'm like don't worry about it (laughs) (laughs) don't worry don't worry about it just ignore it. This is the kid that he went to Hong Kong Disneyland and the cast member handed him a bottle of water or something. And he's like, Mommy, the cast member did not wipe the water off of the bottle. I'm like, sweetie, in most countries, people do not wipe the water off of the bottle. Get over it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. He's such a weird kid. Um, so, yeah. Very Japanese. <laughs> I know. But um, it's it's really nice, and it takes you through the story of Snow White, and it's really, really well done. And it's like one of those things that you could very, very easily miss it. Like, we would have we probably missed it if we hadn't mistaken the queue for the Crystal Grotto for the walkthrough attraction. And I'm really, really glad that we did it. It was fantastic. So you guys do not miss out on that, that nice little charming point of the castle <laughs> after Snow White. We had time to get another fast pass. We only got two fast passes in the day um, because it's just uh, we couldn't we couldn't even getting there at opening. It was no. Um, we got in line for fast pass for Tron and um, cast members for for like like out of nowhere. Like so, the, the cast members will sometimes enforce the rules and sometimes they won't. It's like it's like hit or miss. And man, they really decided to crack down on the rules in the Tron Fast Pass line. And they were yelling at people and like kind of like like fighting with people. Like people were fighting each other. It was like it was craziness. And um, but yeah, good. Good job. And um, yeah, they cracked down on the Fast Pass line skipping and people like trying to like jump in the line. They're like, no, you can't come in from outside. And blah, blah, blah. And it was good. Um, and we got the fast pass for Tron and that was okay. And in the meantime, kiddo and uh, husband were getting food because we, you know, like when you're Disney touring, you're like, you forget to eat. And my son's like, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I want shalampo. I want like, he, he really loves Chinese dumplings. And I'm like, no, now we got to get the fast pass. So we got the fast pass for Tron. And then it was time for free time. My husband got this, what is it, the Wi-Fi with the VPN, but it would cut out occasionally. So we were, we had to really kind of manually check the wait times for things. And um, so we're like, you know, we got time to kill. Um, I, I had pretty much the line length 
in my mind from looking at it for the past few weeks, I'm like, I had a pretty good idea what the lines were at. I'm like, let's go to the Marvel um, area and let's check that out and let's see what's going on there because my son also wanted the little water spray thing. So they had um, a little water spray bottle with all the Marvel superheroes like Spider-Man and Captain America and I want to say the Hulk and Iron Man. And um, my son wanted to go see that area anyway. So we headed over there and we met Captain America and... Uh, I'm like, hi, here's, kiddo, here's your chance. You can talk to him. And um, he was shy and he didn't talk that much. To Ca- but Captain America talked a lot, which was awesome. He was super nice. And we did that and we went, we did some shopping. And it's such a nice little air conditioned area. So you guys, if you go during the summer, those air conditioned areas are so precious. I really recommend the Marvel area because they have a drawing class and it's fantastic. And you can just like chill and relax. Um, so we did that. Um, so d- I have a question for you because these areas are kind of out of the way and we missed Star Wars, the Star Wars area because first of all, it's not really out in the open and also it has an earlier closing time, which we were not aware of. If not, we would have caught it. But did you go to the Star Wars area or the Marvel superheroes area when you went? Yeah, I did them both. Okay. What's the Star Wars area like? Um, there's meet and greets. Okay, so it's only only meet and greets, or is there like some kind of like something to do, or there's something else in there. I don't remember what. Okay. I just remember going in there. I met um, the uh, the um, emo guy from Star Wars. <laughs> oh, Kylo Ren. <laughs> Kylo Ren. There we go. Yeah, him. Uh, he's there, oh, cool. and he only speaks Mandarin. What? That's so cool, though. Yeah, um, and I think there's a couple others. I believe. I yeah, I, I can't remember. Yeah, if I would have known it closed early, we would have made time to go there because I I really like those little it's kind of like a nice little space to escape to, you know. Mm -hmm. So we're getting close to the middle of the day. Um, The parade was about to start. Nobody waits for the parade. um, So we're like, oh, okay, this is good. Um, Even in front of the castle, there's like nobody waiting, I guess, because it was really hot. And we went and we got um, because my son's birthday is coming up. So we got him a little happy birthday button and we got some celebrating buttons uh, and nobody really said did any happy birthday greeting um but that's okay because the button is really really cute um and we then we waited for the parade and the parade um i don't have this in the notes but i kind oh i wrote lol <laughs> <laughs> that says it all because it's all in caps too watch the parade lol i kind of lost it in the parade I didn't fight with somebody, but it was like a passive, a fight of passive aggressionness. Um, so we were watching the parade and, and I'm, I'm a little, I'm a short person. Okay. And, um, people were like, was this person behind me? I don't know if it was a guy, it was a girl. Cause we, we ended up laughing and <laughs> nervously at each other at one point. We're like, ha ha, sorry, ha <laughs> you know, um, but her hand was pushing on my head and her phone was going in front of like where my face was and I just kind of lost it and I didn't care about the parade anymore at that point and I made it a battle of how well I could block her camera while taking pictures and it got pretty intense for a while. And then we kind of looked at each other and laughed like, ha, 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 sorry. And then she stopped. <laughs> but I kind of lo- I kind of lost it at that point because it's it's really stressful. And my head was being pushed 
and it was not it was really uncomfortable and so yeah and um so there was that was my moment of aggression for the day and I feel really bad about it I feel really really bad about it but I I kind of lost I kind of just lost it you know so that Mm. happened and if (laughs) I don't know the person the person probably doesn't listen to this but if they're (laughs) listening I'm sorry that I was kind of a jerk (laughs) but I I I just got upset and um so (laughs) we yeah the parade was really nice um I know people complain that the parade is short but for an opening year parade I thought it was really good um a lot of walking around characters the floats were nice the Mulan float is gorgeous um and the the Rapunzel float is really cool I mean it was just a really nice parade and I like the music for it. I mean, it's it's great. And the pre-parade with Duffy and Shelly Mae. Hello. That is amazing. And the song is so catchy. I wish they sell it on a CD or on iTunes or something because it's super duper catchy. It's like the song from the summer water show. And it's great. It's really, really great. And it's such a tiny little thing, that little intro thing. But I love when parks do that. And it was just so much fun and a nice, a, a little cool down, a little, little tiny sprays of water. So you don't have to worry too much about your camera. Like my, my husband was freaking out. He's like, are you sure you should have the camera? I'm like, it's fine. And it was fine. <laughs> um, but it was lovely. And um, I really liked that. And I love I thought the parade was great, too. Um. What else? What happened after the break? Well, <laughs> Sorry, it looks like you watched the, the Pirate Stunt Show. Oh, yeah. I wrote... Pi- that was good. I like that. I put Pirate Stunt Show. W-T-H in caps, but good show. <laughs> <laughs> it's very over the top, isn't it? No, that's not what the W-T-H was. The show is actually really, really good. And I like the pre-show, too. The pre-show, like, I, I couldn't understand the dialogue, but people were laughing. They were really enjoying it. Um, I and it had live people doing the pre-show, and I thought that was fantastic. The show itself had a lot of special effects. It was funny. I, I mean, like even if you don't speak the language, you can get a lot of what's going on. So the show itself was great. I mean, and that's definitely one of the high. Like besides just the overall fantastic design, besides the great attractions, the super plussed out attractions, the shows are really, really where this park shines. Every show, like even like the Frozen sing along, we've seen the Frozen sing along in Florida, and we've seen it in um, in California, and you know, so we we kind of knew going into it what it was like, but it's so plussed out. I mean, they they even that simple show they elevated it. So the shows is really really they they're killing it. I think so, the best in the world right now. Um, yeah, but mm. I love the pirate show. My 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 what my WTH came from um really 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 Disney get on this because it's a major safety issue. They need to let guests in a little bit at a time. Um kind of like what they do here for the big shows, they'll let in a little group of people and then another little group of people a little bit at a time. Um because people run and they push and it's already people really tightly grouped together um so it was really dangerous like just trying to get down to i mean we did not care what seat we got we did not care just to get to any seat just to get out of like the people pushing down the stairs because those stairs had me scared um so yeah that's a major 
major safety issue. So Disney needs to get on that. And it was this show was the worst of those situations, I, I guess, because it's a very popular show. But every show it like Frozen was better because Frozen, they actually send you into different groups through different doors. So it was not as bad. Um, but this show, it was really dangerous because those stairs are, are kind of high up. So, yeah, I um, that was a little scary moment. Uh, and again, adding to the mental stress, it's like a if it, it feels like a survival stress. You know what I mean? Like you'll go and like, so here's the thing throughout the day. You'll go, you'll have a wonderful moment and then a horrifying moment and then a wonderful moment and then a horrifying moment. And it's like it really wears you down. Um, so yeah that that freaked me out um and then after the pirate show which was amazing go if you're there do all the shows do not miss any show you have even tarzan i love tarzan i thought that was one of the best shows there oh see i'm kind of the opposite i liked pirates more than tarzan i thought tarzan was amazing like the acrobatics i mean the storytelling is beautiful yeah like tarzan is a phenomenal show I, i like i really liked it but I think, I don't know, I just like Pirates more because it was just so out there, oh, I want to say. Well, it's a stunt like, show. Well, Pirates is a stunt yeah. show. Kind of like, like Indy Jones at, at Disney World, but like in an indoor theater, right? So it's a totally mm. different kind of show. So, like, but for me, like, Tarzan felt f- very familiar, if that makes any sense. Like, I felt like I've seen it before, which is not a bad thing. It's just I preferred Pirates over Tarzan. But both are really good. Like, definitely have to see them both. Go to all the shows mm-hmm. and decide for yourself. Because I would say Did, even Frozen, which I was ready to pass up. Um, no, yeah. even Frozen. Go to that, too. Yeah, I, I was going to pass on that, too, last time I went. And I'm glad I didn't. Mm-hmm. It was actually quite enjoyable. Yeah. Oddly enough. Yeah, I know. It sounds like, and people are listening, like, really? And I'm like, no, Really? And we've been to, we went to when the, the, the Frozen Summer opened at Disney World, and we went to the one in Cal, and trust me, go. Okay, so we went, we did Soaring, which, okay, Soaring, I don't know, there's something about the, the editing, I feel like the original Soaring is a little stronger, um, but I'm glad we did it. Uh, it's Soaring, but around the world. <laughs> so, but uh, I think some of the scenes are unique to Shanghai, so I'm glad we did it. I don't think I would kill myself for a fast pass to do it again. Like, no, you know what I mean? It's kind, of, it's kind of like Toy Story Mania in a way. It's like, you know, like do it once and then you're probably good for the rest of your life. Yeah. And <laughs> to never have to weigh in that line again. And I kind of thought the original Soaring was done a little better. Even though I liked the idea mm. of Soaring Over the World, I felt like the, the different things were integrated better and the editing was a little stronger. Okay, but that's Soaring. Um, Tarzan. Loved it. We were going to book a Chinese acrobat show in, um, in Shanghai City. And we skipped it because it's so clever what they did here. They they did Tarzan and they did um, with the with the acrobatics worked in. It's like it's just so smart. And um, the show is great. Nice, long air conditioned show if you're there in the summer. Um, and we absolutely <laughs> loved it. Uh, OK, so after Tarzan, um, Crystal Boat Ride at night. Um, do it at night. It's much prettier at night. And um, yeah, this is a traumatizing moment. Uh, <laughs> Cause, I can't believe you did this. Like, did, like, did you do this knowingly? Oh, I hope you didn't knowingly. Oh, I did it knowingly. Oh, this is okay, not the traumatizing okay. moment. I'm sorry. We, we're we're oh. not at the fake stuff yet. Okay, so in line, <laughs> yes. So in line, um, there was people selling fake stuff. And I was like, oh, I want fake stuff. 
So I bought some fake stuff, some some light up Mickey and Minnie. And that's not the traumatizing part. The traumatizing part was there was butts on the railing. There was, there was a, it, everything kind of gets grimier at night. The garbage starts getting higher. And this kind of like adds to the mental wear down. But yeah, the, the, the people selling stuff, I, I, I didn't care that much. I mean, um, yeah, they were everywhere, by the way. This was the one time I saw it in a queue, but usually they don't bother to go in the queue. Um, there's like a certain point, usually when it gets a little bit like, like dusk, um, where they're just everywhere. I'm talking, we saw a group of about eight people spaced about three or four feet apart from each other and nobody cared cast members were walking by security cast was walking by and nobody cared uh so if you missed your chance to buy fake stuff in line or in the morning you can buy it at dusk they'll be <laughs> everywhere um and they had um, the light up mickey and minis which is what we went for um ears um if you go there in the morning in the security queue they have parasols and fans uh that you can buy <laughs> So, yeah, they're everywhere, and nobody cares about it, which is kind of interesting. Uh, mm. So we bought fake stuff. <laughs> that was the, the point in the list. We did Roaring Rapids. Oh, okay, so before we did Roaring Rapids, we tried to watch the night show, and um, this is when we hit new lows in our Disney touring. Um, we, we just sank so low there was so many people there it was just there was it, people love fireworks in china okay uh there was yeah we were not going to be able to watch the show my son at one point we we just joined in we went in rome we bought fake stuff my son was hanging from a light pole light pole <laughs> literally hanging from a light pole um, other people moved garbage cans to the center of the walkway so the kids could stand on the garbage can to see the show. Oh my goodness, yeah. really? It was, a, it was, we descended into the mouth of madness and we became those people too. My son was hanging from a Disney light pole, standing <laughs> never, on it, hanging from it. That would never, it. ever fly here. Like, you would be like kicked out of the park yeah. and like banned and everything and you'd be like ostracized oh yeah 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 oh my goodness yeah, yeah we 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 became those people too yeah it's at this point of night it's late it's earlier than this it's about maybe an hour before this that things really start to get downhill um yeah uh but this is also the time when you can ride endless attractions without any queue so we did we did we had um we did roaring river rapids uh with very short wait thing everything was sticky we were sticky the handrails were sticky people were peeing on the floor and and my son's like that girl just peed in the line on the floor and i'm like that's why i tell you never to sit on the floor and he's like okay mommy i will do it again um and no amount of hand wipes or body wipes will make you feel clean we got onto the attraction and we were ankle deep in garbage on the attraction um it, it's just it just takes a really steep turn for the worst at night um peter pan we rode that afterwards we ran over to peter pan it was fantastic a uh, roaring ripper Ra rapids was also really great um 
Like, I know people complain about the animatronic not moving, but it was fine. It spins you around a lot. Um, Peter Pan was amazing. If you go to Shanghai Disneyland, ride Peter Pan. I know you're like, there's Peter Pan in every park, whatever. It's super plussed out. It's and it's long and it's fantastic. So ride Peter Pan no matter what. After Peter Pan, we ran over to Mine Train. We rode that. I think the ending at Disney World is a little better. Um, There was no witch at the end. uh, And the house seems a lot closer to you. Uh, But that was also really great. My husband had never ridden it. My son had not ridden it for years. And he loved it. Um, And on to day two. (laughs) Okay, so uh, before we get to day two, um, how did you get to, like, the resort? Like, where did you stay? We stayed at an Airbnb, which I would not recommend um only because the taxis are at the resort are horrible okay and and (laughs) i mean no chris it's not even funny it it was a freaking nightmare it there was one Uh. night on the second night that we were on the taxi we waited in line in this long freaking line we got on the taxi with someone on the phone who spoke Chinese with the address printed out and with the GPS information and the guy like starting the driveway decides he doesn't want to take us. So and does he drive us back to the taxi stand? No, we had to walk back in the street. <sighs> yeah, man, that's yeah. Yeah, I like so you're the second person that Tell me that they had a terrible experience with the taxis from never, the resort. I had, never I had again. another friend. I had another friend. She kept getting like she uh, she's Japanese mm-hmm. and like she was she was being polite, you know, very polite Japanese. She, people kept pushing in front of her to like and she it took her an hour to get a taxi oh, no, or something no. like that because we had already discovered the body blocking technique by yeah, that Yeah, like it was just not yeah, so but we had take to public do it, transit. We had to do it twice. Yeah, we had to Ugh. do it twice that night because the taxi decided he didn't want to take us. So yeah, yeah, taxis do not take taxis if you go to Shanghai Disneyland. Next time we we will in the Airbnb. The host was amazing. The place was fantastic. It was nice and spacious. But we, if we're staying in the city, we'll stay at an Airbnb. If we're going to the park, you guys stay at a Disney hotel. Do not put yourself through that misery. I swear it was a nightmare. Okay. Fair enough. And so we get to day two, Chris. And this has never happened to me in my life. I've been brainwashed going to Disney since I was an infant. Okay. Since I could not walk. Um, Since I was a tiny little baby. And In all the years of going to Disney, like every year since I was born, I have never, especially on a Disney vacation, there have been days like like here where I'm like, I'm kind of tired today. I don't feel like going to the parks. No, I did not want to go back. I was like, we have two day tickets. We have to go back tomorrow. And we all like so we woke up the next morning and we all kind of looked at each other and we sat in the room for like a few hours like saying to each other we should call a taxi yeah we should call a taxi and it's like the weirdest thing it's so bizarre because i cannot stress enough the park is amazing but the mental stress that you get really takes a lot out of you and the second day actually the way we did it ended up working and it kind of took a lot of the stress out of the day and this is kind of going to go into the the park tips a little bit uh, but I would say the way that you should tour this park is really different f- 
from the way you should tour other Disney parks. But we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, the first thing we did was we got to the resort at about 1130 in the morning. Um, we went to World of Disney because um, I did not realize that you could not wear um, sandals, even like strap sandals that are like strapped. Your, your feet are like strapped in to do the challenge trails. So we had we were looking for shoes. So I found some shoes at World of Disney. Um, I also found people who had made the entrance to World of Disney a picnic area, I guess because it's air conditioned in front of the doors. And nobody seemed to care until there was something spilled all over the floor. And then people came to address the situation. I went outside to put on my shoes and the tag was the the theft tag was not removed so make sure they remove your security tags when you buy stuff especially if it's your last day because you don't want to go home and then find it um when you get to wherever you're staying or whatever city you're in or whatever country and so make sure if you buy something that the security tags are all removed um we got into the park um and it was so much easier going in the afternoon you don't have to wait in that massive line of people you're not body to body um and it, the security was a breeze. Uh, we did. We got a Tron fast pass, um, and so that was for nighttime, which was nice because we wanted to ride it at night. We went to the Marvel area again because it was like a calm area. We did the drawing class. My son loved it. We could sit down. It was so relaxed. We met Spider Man. It was great. We took a picture. We did the Iron Man thing, um, and uh, then Kiddo did a ring throwing game. They gave him a sticker and. And, and it was like a lot more pleasant, right? We, we did it a lot easier because the first day we went so hard. And then it started raining. And here's the thing with rain in Shanghai Disneyland. Um, the guests at that park do not like the rain. So it might actually be a really, really good time to do attractions. But um, we opted for lunch. Um, here's one thing that you might want to know. If you need to go to the bathroom and it's raining, you might not be able to get in because people will block the entryways and they will not move. So my son went to go to the bathroom and he did not come back for about 40 minutes. And I was getting super worried. And he's like, mommy, I just couldn't get into the bathroom. I, I had to go looking for another one. So um, yeah, be careful with bathroom time and the rain. Um, we got creative with shoes. So I could buy shoes. My son could not buy shoes because they did not have closed shoes for the boys for girls they did and okay disney why if you have the challenge trails i saw so many people being turned away why do you not have shoe rentals or shoes for sale because i would have bought two pairs of shoes right there and i'm sure other people would have too so either have them available for rental or have them available for sale you'll make a killing okay so um, we got creative with shoes i wore the shoes that i bought and my son wore my husband's shoes, which were really way too big, but I laced them super tightly. And um, the cast members grilled us a little bit. They're like, uh, are those his shoes? And I'm like, yeah, they are. And <laughs> <laughs> Look, they, he could like walk with like, I'm just like imagining him walking with like clown shoes. That's pretty much what it's like. He's like, mommy, I look like Goofy. And I'm like, shut up. Don't say anything. <laughs> and at this point, I'm telling you, it's like you, you just give up any manner of principle that you have. It's like, just do it. Just do it. Just wear the freaking shoes. So we got there. And then I, I didn't realize I couldn't wear the phone in the holder around the neck. So I went to go throw it to my husband and um they questioned him while i was gone 
those bastards. And 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 they guys like they asked me again, and I told them the truth. I'm like, why? But he's like, it's okay. They made me jump, and they saw that I could jump, so they said it was okay. So <laughs> it was okay, and we did the, we did both the challenge trails, which was amazing. That's one of my favorite parts of the park. You guys do the challenge trails. It's so 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 fun. But make sure you bring closed shoes, okay? Because they don't sell them in the parks. Um, <laughs> Uh, summer show amazing don't watch it from the viewing area because even though <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness even though there's an announcement in chinese telling you not to open your umbrellas no one closes their umbrellas i saw one person close it and then they opened it anyway <laughs> nobody there's no rules it's just Wild West and Disney. Um, so, but that's okay because I knew that was going to happen. I was prepared and I watched from the second level, from the secondary stage, and I could see everything. So take that, other people. So if you, um, and you could actually walk up to that fairly close to the show's start time without queuing up. Um, I just, like I said at that point, I was not even going to try for the main show viewing area. I was not going to line up early. I was, I was just, I had given up and, and it was fine. The viewing area we saw, you could see everything. The show is so, so good. You guys, I teared up a little watching it. It was amazing. It was so good. They do castle shows really well. They do all the entertainment. They do really, really well. The costumes were adorable. The props were adorable. The, like everything, the different characters, seeing Moana and Maui, um, Little Mer, like everybody was just was just great. That show, I loved it. I loved it. And any other show they do in the future is probably also going to be phenomenal. So do not miss the Castle Show, okay? Um, so there was that show. That show was great. Don't miss it. After the after the summer show, we did the Alice Maze. Um, because we were going to see the Frozen show, but there was a little bit of time in between. So to kill time, we did the, the, the Alice Maze, which was really, really cool. And I'm not even a fan of like the, the live action Alice in Wonderland movies, but it's so well done. And it's really, it's really, did you do the maze when you were there, Chris? Yeah, I did. I did it once. Right. It's cute. It's cute. It's cute enough. Yeah. Like it's one of those, you do it once and you're you're done kind of thing but i feel like those things for this park are so important because it allows you to get out of the queues and kind of breathe for a little bit and um it 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 really helps balance out your day and it's something that you could very easily miss so i would also recommend that um we went to the frozen show like i said it's just it's just super plussed out um, they have something that comes out of the stage, like a podium with Elsa on it. Um, the screen extends uh, all around you. Um, the, the the actual the face people in the show were really really good. Like I could have sworn that Anna was speaking in Mandarin. Okay, she was that good. Um, they have an Olaf animatronic, which is not in the other shows. I mean, it was just fantastic. Um, for like, and it's just the Frozen like sing along. Okay, but they 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 kill it. Um, Tron, those freaking lockers, okay? And that's what I wrote in the notes. I don't know if people just don't take their stuff out of the lockers or what, um, but we we had the hardest time finding a freaking locker. And the day before, there was like 
no, I don't know what was going on, but people were allowed to bring their bags in and you can leave the bag in another bag and get it after the attraction. But today they were not allowing that. Uh, so we, we eventually got a locker. Uh, <laughs> um, so we did Tron at night. We missed Star Wars. Uh, we did the little light up jets. They had a really cool DJ in Futureland, by the way. He was really good. And um, kids were dancing. And again, it's one of those fun things where you can just get away from everything. And it was really nice and a fun atmosphere, which kind of reminded me of Disneyland Resort in California. So I thought that was kind of it's so interesting to see the different influences around the park. And that kind of like brought your mood up a little bit. Um, The little spinning jets where your feet are hanging. It was fine. My son had to do it. So he did it. Uh, (laughs) um, Honey pots. Um, skip it. Do the teacups. <laughs> they spin way faster. I guess the honey. Really? I guess the honey slows down the pot. Is the idea the decoration? <laughs> like the 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 theming is fantastic, but they don't spin fast. So like my son and I are like, mm. <laughs> we got up. <laughs> the teapots will make you so crazy dizzy. Uh, after that, we did Winnie the Pooh. Okay, Winnie the Pooh is really good. I thought it was going to be like the floor, like the California one or the Florida one. But it was, so it's not like ours where it's the free moving vehicles, but it's like a super plussed out version of the dark ride. And I would say it's a must ride. Really? Yeah, I would say it is. It was actually really good. Hmm. A couple of notes. Okay, for women. You don't have to worry about this because you're a guy. Uh, but for women, when you use the restroom, and I'm so glad I had checked um, other information. Uh, I had actually checked for the city. But um, people, uh, and this and this is actually really smart of Disney. They kept a lot of the Chinese-style toilets uh, because a lot of people in China, and I get it. I understand why. Um, they, they feel that the sit-down toilets are unsanitary. So a lot, a lot of people will stand on the toilet seat to use it and squat on the toilet seat. Um, so, oh. yeah. So for women, this is important. Bring sanitary wipes just in case. Every time that I saw it, it looked clean, but just in case I wiped it. Because, like I said, there's urine on the floor. People are walking around. You don't know where the shoes have been. So either use the Chinese squat toilets, which are fine. It's actually supposed to be healthier for you. Or wipe down the toilet seat before you use it. So bring lots of sanitary wipes um, for that as well. Um, so that's why so like um a lot of like tourist s- spots here in Japan mm-hmm. they have like a little diagram telling people not to stand or like squat on the western style toilet. Yeah, we have those in the states as well. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I I mean if you think like, about it, I get it. it. I get the logic behind it, right? Um, yeah, but I think it's really smart that the park left in a lot of the the older style toilets, so people are less inclined to do that because they'll just use the other toilets, right? So it's mm-hmm. it's kind of that was very clever on their part. Um, body wipes, you're gonna wipe down if you go in the summer, you're gonna want to wipe down your body. Um, you, there's sweat, there's body fluids everywhere. Things are just grimy all around. Um, I feel like the custodial cast. There, maybe there's just not enough of them or I don't know what's going on with that situation, but it's it's pretty dirty. Um, there's trash everywhere. I mean, it's it's pretty. Yeah. So you, you're probably going to wipe down your body at some point of the day. It doesn't make a big difference, but it helps feel a little refreshed. Speaking of bathrooms, Shanghai Disneyland has the best hand dryers out of any <laughs> Disney resort, hands down. Do you not feel this way? 
I don't really recall. They're like Dyson, and they're like, like really powerful. So I have here a hand <laughs> towel just because it's always good to have a hand towel. But man, you don't even mm. need it because their hand dryers are freaking amazing. We need those everywhere at every Disney park. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're right. Translated phrases. Any phrase that you might want to ask, bring a translated phrase because almost zero people at the resort speak English. And I would also say try to find out any information ahead of time because, and I don't know if this is a cultural thing or what, because this also happened to us at the airport with somebody who is fluent in English. Um, if somebody does not know the answer to something, they will probably give you any answer just to get you to go away. And this is also in the resort. So you cannot trust what cast members tell you. Uh, you really need to find out for yourself. If they tell you to go one way, it might be the opposite way. So just so that you know, you cannot rely on the cast members for any answers to any questions that you have. Um, and this also happened to us in the airport. We asked this lady and she was fluent. She was fluent in English. Her English was perfect. We're like, is there a Shanghai Disneyland store in the airport? And she's like, yes, it's inside. We get inside. There was no Shanghai Disneyland store. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Why would she tell you that? I, that's odd. I, okay, so I thought about it. I thought about it long and hard. And I think it's a way to avoid confrontation or or something. Um, just so that you feel good walking away and she feels good when you walk away. <laughs> I don't know. But that's the only thing I could come up with. Because it did not seem malicious. It was not malicious. But people would give you any answer. Even if it was clearly wrong. Another thing with wait times, um, so we'll get into park tips. Um, wait times are consistently longer than is one is on the time board, and it's usually by about fifteen to twenty minutes. So it's kind of like the opposite of TDR. TDR they're usually shorter than what's on the time board, but here it's longer. So take that into account when you get into the queue for an attraction. It's going to be consistently because we checked it all throughout the day about 15 to 20 minutes on average longer than the listed wait time. Um, other things, I would say for touring these parks, you know how we always say get there early, get there really early, get there at like six in the morning early. I would do the opposite. I would get there about an hour after wait time. So you're still there early in the day. You can still get fast passes if you want to. You can still get the premier pass because they sell out around an hour and a half to two hours after the park opens. But you do not have to deal with that soul-crushing line at the beginning. And it'll it'll help you mentally throughout the day to just avoid that. Um, so do that. You can still get a fast pass. Um, and since you are coming later in the day, cram in the attractions at night. So usually we say the first two hours are the most important. At Shanghai Disneyland, the last two hours are the most important. That's when you can get all the attractions done because the park empties out because everybody's going on the metro, okay? So I would flip the typical touring plan for this park, personally. So arrive later, stay later. Yes, 100%. Mm -hmm. And shops are open later. So like, let's say you, you were like, oh my God, I got to do all the attractions. We don't have time for dinner. Don't worry. Grab some some sandwiches or whatever at the Remy's Patissier. It's open late. And you can just take that to your hotel or whatever. If you have a party of two or more, you can use your bodies to make a blockade in the line. And I also highly recommend this. Um, don't let look people train their kids to to cut in front. 
don't let the kids go in front. They'll, they'll back like, oh, I'm playing around. No, no, no. You got to stand firm because my husband was terrible at this. But my son was amazing. He was on it. He's like, daddy, don't get left behind. <laughs> because everybody would be like jumping in front of my husband because he he was not aggressive about it. But Kai and I would lock arms. We would kind of have like a relaxed stance, but with our hands on the railing, even though it's sticky, just keep your hand on the railing, you guys. Okay. And that really worked out. And that probably increased our line efficiency. Um, it probably kept our wait time lower than it would have been otherwise. So that's really important. I really recommend to come to the park with at least two people so you can keep your place in line. Okay, um, this is also really important. And I know, again, it's contrary to a lot of advice. Um, but summertime, actually, I if you have um, asthma or allergies or if you have young kids, I would recommend the summer. I would recommend if you can swing getting the school days off the first week of September because the wait times drop drastically. Um, but this is the time of year when it's the lowest pollution. So also if you're a photographer, um, the skies were blue the entire time we were there. It was beautiful. We brought masks. We did not need to use it once. Um, so the best times of the year for the lowest amount of pollution in this order is August, July, September in that order for the lowest amount of air pollution. That's good to know because uh, when I went, like I was there in March and it was like one day was fine. The next day wasn't fine. Like it kind of kept switching back and forth. Yeah. No, the skies so. were blue. It was almost like a Florida sky. Mm. It was beautiful. Um, uh, water bottles. Refill. I know it's a battle and I know we said to avoid battles and people, but we spent so much money the first day on water bottles even though we brought with us like about six water bottles we just kept buying more and more throughout the day because it was hot weather you can refill them the first day we just didn't want to battle and do it the second day we did and we also refilled before going back to our room we refilled all the bottles um, so you can do that at the water uh, any water fountain it says it's drinkable it actually has the spouts that are made for water bottles oh so but yeah do it I have a question about the water fountains yeah did you did you have to like wait for people who are washing their fruit? Oh my god, I didn't talk about that. No, I didn't. <laughs> okay, I didn't uh, because the first day we avoided it, and the second day I was like, yeah. I told my husband, this, "Look, Kai and I are the line guards. This is your job." Because <laughs> yeah, the people wash like they bring in like fruit and stuff like cherries and whatever other fruits. Some of the fruits I have no idea what they even are. I've never seen them before in my life, but people just wash them in there. So and they some people take their time and it's a little frustrating sometimes like I just want to fill my water bottle and go. I don't want to sit here for five minutes watching you wash your fruit. And this is kind of going back a little bit because well, we, I didn't talk about restaurants this day either. I did not talk. But um, the food is actually in general very healthy in in not just Shanghai Disneyland, but in Shanghai, the city, too. I was really impressed by that. Um, people eat a lot of fruits. Uh, the drinks are not as sweet as in um, as in North America or as in Japan, except for the kids' milk, which is surprisingly sweet. <laughs> um, but it's, it's actually, in general, like, really healthy. 
um, which is nice. You know, it's a nice change. Uh, and um, going back to the kids' menu, really quick, I know we kind of left the parks already and we're in park tips, but um, the kids' menus uh, are, are real, like I said, really healthy. They feel like real cooked food. Uh, the milk, you might want to be careful, um, but it tastes really good. Uh, it's, it's, um, so the kids' milk is a mix of uh, milk with powdered milk and condensed milk. So it's almost like a dessert. So if you want something that's less sweet, you might want to get like a tea or water uh, to go with your drink. And of course, uh, Chris has mentioned before, the water in the restaurants is uh, is warm, uh, which I was fine with. But my husband's like, why is the water hot? And I'm like, don't worry about it. It tastes fine. You know, just drink it. Just drink it. You know, exactly. Um, oh, so for restaurants, like where did you eat? Like, Do you remember we went, all the places? The only one I remember the name of, and I don't know why. I guess it's because it's alliteration. It's Tribal Table. Um, and uh, <laughs> the other one, it was like a Chinese-style building with like kind of like the the gate was almost like oh, a Mickey shape. I forgot the name. The Wandering Moon Tea House. Yes. And um, both of them were fantastic. That one's good. Yes. They, it was, right? Um, it's such, and it's beautiful, and the food is delicious. Oh. I mean, if I had more time, I wanted to go and take more pictures in the restaurant because they had like these um, fish, like lantern light fixtures on the ceiling, which were so beautiful. Like, I can't stress enough. I know I sound like we were really stressed and we were, but it was this, it was like a mixture of pain and pleasure. The, it, it was just, everything was so beautiful, but it was just really, the experience itself was very hard, but in a way it kind of makes it a... I don't know if you feel this way, but sometimes it's good to have a hard experience because you appreciate it more later. No, I I agree 100 percent. Like, I know that, you, you know, like with your trip report, there's a lot of things that, you know, are not perfect. And of course, things that we wish were different. But I guess if you want to if you want to be like have like a positive spin on it, it's a different experience. You'll remember like, it. Com- <laughs> yeah, like it'll be a trip to remember. It'll be one you'll be talking about for years to come, and it kind of makes you appreciate just how things are in other parts of the world. You know, like you know, like especially here, like it's like night and day. Oh my god, I was oh. so happy to get on a Japanese taxi when we came back. I I I, I, just sm- I was just a smile from ear to ear. But um, just like oh, I'm home. The thing is, a lot of the pro- the problems with the park, I feel, could be dealt with with stronger management. Like the cleanliness issue, that's that's a custodial issue, right? Cracking down the, mm. on the rules. If people are consistent, then guests will be more consistent in following the rules. You know what I mean? So I feel yeah. like having higher staff in a lot of ways, and then properly tra- uh, trained staff, because I mentioned there was a lot of yelling. And I couldn't understand what people were saying, but there's this other guy on Twitter who was there about a week before us, and they spoke Chinese, and he said that the cast members were actually really nasty to the guests, um, were really mean. So um, it's I feel like consistency and better training could really fix whatever problems were there, you know? Mm-hmm. So the park itself, the base is so strong and i like i know i sounded like like oh it's hard it's hard and it is hard but it's really worth going to it's it's a park worth visiting because it's so the influences from all the other parks around the world the balance of the design of the parks of your into theme park design um the way they had the gardens incorporated was so beautiful i mean i i can't 
speak enough of, of how strong the base is and the entertainment and the attractions, I think just a staffing issue could really fix a lot of the the problems, you know? I think it's probably more like, um, I guess, growing pains in a way, too. Like, they're figuring out how this is going to work. Sure, sure. For, for China. Because, like, they've never had this before. Yeah. You know, it's just a whole bunch of stuff. So I'm hoping, like, you know, as the years go on, things improve. And, and people understand how things should work and how you should behave and things like that. Last thing. Premier Fast Passes. We can do the park. We did almost everything without them. I would recommend you buy them because it will make your trip so much easier. I won't do it on principle. I don't like that idea in a Disney park. At Universal, I'm fine with it. And we bought our Fast Passes, but I will not do it at a Disney park. I'm kind of with you on that one. I think the next time I go, I'm going to do it just so I can talk about it. Like, that'd be the only reason why I would do it. Other than that, though, like if I like if it's just me and maybe someone like one other person probably would never do it. But like, let's say if I was taking like my mother yeah. or something like that and she's it, it's going to be her only time there, mm-hmm. then I might consider like, OK, I'm going to opt for it because I don't want her to wait in line. And it will relieve forever. a lot of the mental stress. And if you have little kids or like you said, or you're going with your parents, it's it's worth it. Mm. One last thing. Let's talk downtown Disney. Um, did you spend a lot of time there when you came last time? Yes, it, I did. Isn't it pleasant? It's gorgeous. I love it. I kind of love it. I wish, I kind of wish um, Ixpiari was Disney Town. I kind of do too. <laughs> and even though like, I love Ixpiari, Ixpiari is very troubled. We know that. But Disney yeah. Town was so, especially with, like I said, the summertime, those blue skies, it reminded me of Orlando in a way, you know, it was so open and everybody's in the park. So it's so calm and quiet. The restaurants there are amazing. What was the, we went to this, um, this dim sum place. What was it called? Like something kitchen. And it was so good. You guys, it was so darn good. And bonus tip. If you have your park ticket or a fast pass or something, you can get a small discount at Cheesecake Factory. Oh, my God, the Cheesecake Factory. Mm-hmm. I love the Cheesecake Factory so much. I, uh. I actually bought cheesecake because um, pumpkin spice season, we don't have it here. No. And I wanted a pumpkin cheesecake, and I bought it, and I ate it. And, and like, a actual pumpkin cheesecake, not, you know, the Japanese version no, of pumpkin. No, 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 Cheesecake Factory cheesecake, and it tasted like pumpkin oh. spice. It was heaven. Oh, my goodness. I want to go. I want to go back. It's, oh my goodness! I, I, I. Oh. Every time I would go to the U.S., like I would go to Disneyland, I would have to like leave the park at some point mm-hmm. to go to Cheesecake Factory. Because <laughs> I'm like, I need to go. Like, there's no way I'm gonna be here and not go. So now I can do it when I go to Shanghai, which is. Oh. I'm just, like, getting hungry thinking about it. Well, it sounds like you had a really interesting trip. A very... There's a lot of highs. There's a lot of lows. There's some yelling. There, my, <laughs> there's... my favorite part was the spoon... The kicking of the of the, gla- the glass cabinet and then the spoon throwing. That was my favorite part. That was amazing. <laughs> um, but you know what? I think a vacation, you know... Like, part of the reason that we, we take, you know, our son traveling is to see different cultures and to see different people and to see that not everybody does things the same way and they have their reasons for doing it that way you know and to hear different languages and to try different foods and you know to see architecture and art and life 
and and like let me tell you like i definitely go to shanghai disney but go outside of the parks as well one of the things that i wish we had um done is is maybe had more days to see um the city go to one of the water towns there's so much to do and china's such a big country i wish we had done we had time to do more outside of the parks um but if you if you can manage the time if you can get that vacation time do disney and go outside of disney and see all the things that there is to see and do and try outside the parks as well for sure but yeah uh guys don't worry we have stuff on the website like we 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 have a full planning guide for shanghai disneyland so a lot of the stuff we talk about is in the planning guide and i'm going to be updating it as well um over the next probably next few weeks here so so yeah if you feel like you've missed anything don't worry about it we're gonna have it in our planning guide on the website and yeah so hopefully you guys hopefully you enjoyed our extra long episode because there's a lot there's a lot to talk about so Remember to rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play Music. And if you have any questions, suggestions for the show, you can send them to us. Contact at tdrexplorer.com. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And I'm going to be the one very soon eating Halloween food at Tokyo Disney and Hong Kong Disney as well. And probably Shanghai sooner than later. (laughs) Um, You can find me on my personal Twitter explore nailgate and also on instagram and as always the beautiful patricia i'm i'm on i'm on instagram and on twitter i've I've been posting some shanghai pictures little by little i still have a lot of photos to go through uh so you can check me out at dream suites love on both those instagram and twitter and one more thing i should say is um i got my tickets through uh kluke uh it was very easy um i should have said this earlier uh, you print it at home and then they take your picture one time. The first time you go in, you don't have to take the picture again. Okay, you guys, keep exploring and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Later. Later.